Okay, here we go. This is Cat on the Loose Tuesdays, the second time we're going because the first time I actually didn't, I think I didn't press play. I'm here with a guest that I totally admire because she's gorgeous and she's ultra successful. And you guys that know me know that I love interviewing powerful, beautiful, strong women. She's Carl Carson. She's a model and she's the owner of her own modeling agency. Hi, Carl. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for doing this happy hour Tuesday with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> I have my rosé on hand. <laughs> I know. I saw your glass and I'm like, oops, I forgot something. <laughs> I was such in a hurry. I'm still on water mold, but sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I have so many questions. So I'm just going to shoot if that's okay with you. Because after I started promoting it, even after I started sending you the questions, I all of a sudden I got dozens more. So let's do as much as we can, because apparently people are super curious about the modeling world. I have to say, I grew up in this industry. I know firsthand how tough it is. In my case, I feel like I'm always prejudged my entire life. So the first question is, have you ever been prejudged? Are you prejudged because of what you do? And most of all, do you think men in general are intimidated by women that have jobs like ours that work with their images yeah of course and you know being prejudged is unfortunately a part of the industry you know you are judged you are booked based off of your looks you are booked even based off of your measurements which is very controversial and uh, designers creating samples and uh, that whole sort of facade around that so yeah, I, I definitely have been prejudged and to relate it back to the dating world and then, you know, being intimidated by women who work with their images, I definitely think, in my experience, men have definitely been intimidated by that because, you know, a lot of men say, I want a confident woman, I want a woman who knows herself, knows who she is and is confident in all facets of her life, it doesn't even have to be image, but also um, other things like intelligence as well. Um, so I definitely think men are intimidated by that. However, I think it takes a strong man and somebody who can see a woman as a partner versus somebody who is insuperior to them to be able to be with a successful woman. Oh my God, that is so true. Well said. Now, in my case, tell me if it's your case true. You're single, right? I'm single too. Um, yeah. A lot of guys tell me, before they date me or, or when they start dating me that they're not intimidated they're like no no it's okay it's okay that you post sexy pictures not a problem and then once we start i feel like they change their mind oh maybe this is too much for me did that ever happen to you yeah oh my god <laughs> they, they love the idea of okay yeah like they love you know you want to be proud of your partner in all areas and i have definitely had that where it's like even from posting sexier photos on instagram to some of my magazine features and them seeing the final product and being like oh wow like so that photo shoot who was at that photo shoot and like why did you decide for that outfit but it's like the client decided for that outfit and me and the photographer were creating magic and that's just what it was and this is what the docket says this is what we did and you know men will say okay yeah i'm okay and these are my boundaries but then when you do things and respect their boundaries sometimes they don't enjoy that exactly <laughs> <And it> becomes, <laughs> yeah it's 
becomes a point of contention a lot in relationships. I, I know it has happened to me so many times. And I admit in the past, I have adapted, so to speak, my work to please a guy. Um, I had a boyfriend last year. And then when he listened to my podcast, to the one X-rated episode, they really bothered him. And he said, oh, you got to delete it. You got to delete it. And I deleted it. And I deleted some of my sexy photos, but I regretted it. I decided at this point, I don't think it's fair. And I think that whoever is going to date me needs to accept whatever the hell it is that I do. So when I saw your sexy pictures, I was wondering how you felt about that. Like if a guy met you and he said, oh my God, you're fabulous, you're gorgeous, you're intelligent, but I don't want you posting the sexy pictures anymore. Would you change that for a guy or do you think we should stick to our guns? Actually, I learned this lesson about six months ago. So I previously, I have a podcast now about relationships and psychopath relationships. (laughs) Um, However, I had another podcast before that focused on sex and relationships and, you know, dating in your 20-somethings and what that's like with in the social media world. Um, And, you know, I was encouraged to tone down my podcast. I edited them and actually altered my podcast content for this person. And then I also, I didn't delete some Instagram photos. I archived them because I was like, you know what, this relationship isn't going to last forever and I'm not going to lose this good engagement on this post. So yeah, like I've learned that lesson, but now, you know, I've grown as a person. And like you said, I'm Whoever dates me next and whoever I am interested in needs to accept me for me and needs to be proud and on the same page yeah. as me because I'm sure that there's things that he will be doing that I'm not necessarily okay with. I know, but I feel the same way. I don't think it's a great idea to start a relationship if somebody tries to change you. I think eventually it's going to backfire or you're going to resent them. Plus, if a guy doesn't like you the way you are, and I guess that's the message I keep pounding as I learn through by doing this podcast, I think, like you said, if a guy is not secure enough or if the sexy pictures bothers them, maybe they're not the guy for us. I seriously think that a man that is going to date me or even a man that's going to date you, they should be super supportive of whatever it is that, that we do, whether it's podcasts or sexy photos, right? Of course. And also, too, when you are in a relationship, you do have to respect people's boundaries to an extent. Like, it's not like, you know, I know this happens sometimes and I'm not, I'm not going to swear. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there is sometimes in the industry, especially when you merge into doing OnlyFans, I haven't merged into the exclusive content myself. That's just one of my boundaries that I've put in place. But I know girls who have. And, you know, boyfriends are okay with that. Some of them yeah. are. Some of them are. But I've shot nude before, like even months before dating somebody, and they've had issues with that. So during the relationship, I think, is when those boundaries need to be established. And it depends on, you know, how much leeway you're willing to give your partner and how much you're not. But overall, for me personally, you need to be accepting of what I've done in my past yeah. as well as what I'm doing in my present because I have learned the lesson that I'm not going to change for anybody. Amen, sister. Here, both yeah. of us. I learned the lesson the hard way. <laughs> I learned the lesson regretting it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Now I just tell them up front, this is what I do. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, 
Next, <laughs> moving on. Uh, you talk about psychopathic psychopaths and, and crazy relationships on your new podcast. I listened to it. It's super cool. And you say that there is a way to figure out major red flags. I am horrible figuring out red flags. I'm a complete moron. So can you give us some pointers? Like how do you figure out that this person is a total psychopath? Yeah, for sure. And sometimes it, it takes people years to figure yes. out. Um, and in a situation of like my case study, which is the mini series that we started the podcast with, I, I think I was a bit of a moron myself. <laughs> like to be honest, with I you. am completely. But one of the big identifiers, and I've even found this in men that I've seen after that relationship, is something called love bombing, where they will shower you with gifts. Like it could be fresh flowers. It could be like I'm going to buy you a bag. I'm going to pay your bills, and they don't even necessarily have to do it, but they can love bomb to say, hey, like, I'm going to cover you and make sure that you're good. I got you, girl. Uh -huh. At the same time, they a lot of men are all, like, all talk, so they're more bark than they are bite. But Carson, and why do you think this love bomb is a red flag? Because every girl likes to be showered with attention and gifts. Let's be honest about it. We think it's super cute. So why should we think that that's a red flag? Yeah, for sure. So, it, like... And some people love bomb with like no bad intentions, like, but love bombing to me and my definition is, okay, like I'm going to take you up to this very nice dinner and then we're going to come home and I'm going to make you feel like shit about what you're wearing or what you're doing. Oh. And then the next day it's like, okay, so like you're mad at me for a day. The guy's mad at you for a day. And then he feels that like, okay, you're losing interest. You're losing that connection with him. Then he's like, okay, here is a gift. And then it's like a roller coaster relationship, but he uses the love bombing of showering yeah. things to yeah. make up. I think we've all had that one before. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Any other red flags that you think we can can see, like that we should see right away? Um, I think take like time. So time management. We do it every day in our jobs. We do it every day in our personal lives. But even with relationships too, you know. Some, people fall in love and have a never-ending first date, but is that really healthy? Um, being protective over you and your time and, you know, counting things like the hours that you were home at the time that you said you would be home or counting drinks, just over-controlling behavior, but especially emphasizing on the time. So always wanting you to be their center focus and vice versa, and then taking you away from the people you love and the things that you love the most. Oh yeah, no, that's a huge no-no. Oh my God, yeah, yeah, that's super bad. So um, now uh, with COVID, I think most of us started using dating apps more and more and more, right? I am super jaded about dating apps. And so I've been asking this question to everyone. What do you think about dating apps? Do you use dating apps? Do you have any suggestions? <laughs> Is there one better than the other? Or do you think they're all crap? What's your experience on that area? Um. I'm going to give my honest answer about Please. dating apps. And I said this in, in one of my <laughs> podcasts before. Is I use dating apps to promote myself on Instagram and get followers. Honestly, <laughs> it, promotes, <laughs> like it promotes your followers. And it also Ooh. helps you um, really track down who your demographic is. So most, most of the people who follow me are males between the ages of 18 and 40. And, you know, that also helps you with brand deals and stuff like that. But more so on, like, the dating side of things. I think Hinge is probably the top dating app. Really? Um, I have not yeah. been, I don't know. You know, I have a friend, a really good guy friend. He thinks if you pay, 
you get a better best best picks. Uh, and I don't pay for any of them because I'm not gonna pay for dating apps. But I just yeah. get crap from Hinge. I never even met anybody that I would talk to. <laughs> I I know. I mean, Hinge is definitely a good one because it gives you like more diverse questions and it's like cookie cutter answers. I think also like the user interface. I'm going a little bit into like digital marketing here. Oh. This is a lot better than the other ones. Like. For Bumble, I was I've been on Bumble before, and it's like yeah, the woman definitely gets the upper hand because it like reduces the amount of creeps that message you. However, <laughs> you know, half the time I'll be on Bumble and then I'll swipe and I'll be like, oh yeah, that guy's cute, and then I'll fall asleep and then I'll wake up the next morning and not go on Bumble for two days and then miss the match. Yeah, it, ha it happens to me all the time. I just started using Bumble like a couple of weeks ago just to try it out, and I I don't think I'm I really know how to do it. I guess because I keep getting these ads like asking me if I want to pay for it. And I'm, I'm still like, I, I still don't want to pay for it. Yeah, I know. I get the ads too. And then Tinder, Tinder is just like very, uh, <laughs> it's very grimy. It's kind of like the grime of things. People just like make like weird accounts to like catch their significant other on Tinder. And like half of it's just like filtered, like filtered, um, I don't want to say garbage, but it's like a lot of spam. From yes. A lot of fakes out there. So you do use dating apps, and I I think it's cool, yeah, to use for business. Many times I I I just get potential clients or people that are going to listen to my podcast a lot more than I get dates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That was another thing too. Is people could actually listen to my podcast and be like, oh, okay, like this is this is you, and like they become supporters as well as friends as well yeah. in a weird way. So. Yeah. So true. But so in your opinion, Hinge is the best one of all of these. Yeah. Okay. And they have such a clever marketing strategy. It's like, oh, the dating app that's meant to be deleted. So I think that mm, that is true. a great one. But also too, like dating apps to me, like, uh, like there's so many catfishes on there and like it, for everybody, like men, women, like everybody there's always a catfish. So I prefer to meet people the old school way, to be honest. I do too. But like, I keep asking, how are we going to meet people the old school way now? You know, with this craziness, life is not back to normal. So it's been a little harder, right? Yeah, yeah. I found that, you know, I only seen about five people in my circle for eight months. And that, that was really hard for me. Yeah, for me too. And then I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to jump on a dating app. You know, people aren't DMing me on Instagram lately because I'm not out. Like, I'm not in the clubs. I'm not traveling. So I'm like, okay, like, this is, this is a lonely time. <laughs> exactly. So I definitely hopped on the dating apps. But that's how I met my psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. you can listen to all my psychopath stories because they're all over there on my. That's why I started this podcast, actually, because I had all this crazy. Yeah, it started like a catharsis last year during pandemic. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start recording and talking about it. And then I started getting dozens of messages from girls because apparently almost everybody hasn't. Now we laugh about it. But when you're going through it, it's like, oh, my God, you know, the stuff people do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but it's fun because we start a conversation, and I like to to believe that there are also nice stories out there. You know, that some people do meet nice people through this dating app, so I think there is hope for all of us. <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. And I, um, when I was in university, I had a 
free a relationship off of Tinder. Really? So, Yeah, I know. I'm I'm doing I don't know if you know, but I'm doing a man diet, which is I decided to take a break from dating for a few months because I got ghosted by a guy that I really liked back in April. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm gonna do this diet and concentrate on myself and my project. So it's been really good for me. And I'm getting like so many messages from girls out there saying, you know what, maybe it's a good idea when something is going so wrong. Take a break for a little while. And then, like you said, don't be so radical. Don't delete the apps. Just take a break for a month, for two months, whatever you feel is right for you. And then maybe after a while you reset and you go there and you see if there is new fish in the sea. That's what I've been doing. I'm on my fourth month of, of a man diet. Let's see what happens. That's, that's amazing. And yeah. I, I totally believe in that too. I went on a man diet myself for about three months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm off the man diet now. All right. <laughs> um, but no, I definitely think like finding yourself and just having that like energy recharge yes. for yourself to be like, I'm going to cook myself a nice meal tonight. I'm going to make me time and watch a movie by myself. I'm going to mm -hmm. do this for myself because it makes you so much more of a better person when you are interacting and being around other people, not just in the dating world, but also like in your work. Exactly. You just nailed it. First and foremost, it should be about ourselves. Now, you're gorgeous. You're obviously super confident. Guys, if you're listening and you haven't seen her Instagram, go check it out. It's Carl Carson. And her pictures are insane. I love sexy pictures. I've taken sexy pictures my whole life. And the older I get... Hopefully, the more daring I will be because I like that women are aging and feeling super comfortable about their bodies. But a lot of women out there don't. I get messages all the time and it breaks my heart. Girls that say, oh, my God, I'm not going to go on a date with this guy because I gained five pounds. Oh, my God, I have cellulite. Oh, my God, what if he thinks I'm fat? So what would you say for people out there that are you know, embarrassed or intimidated or have low self-esteem? Yeah, for sure. So something that I've actually started doing since this really bad relationship, because I had to build my confidence up from it, is that I, I know this is so cliche that like, oh, would you actually do this? But I would take a moment every day. It didn't necessarily need to be when I would wake up in the morning, but being like, okay, what are three things that I'm proud of for myself? Okay, like I moved to this city when I was this age. This is what I did during this time. This is a goal that I achieved. So why am I feeling shitty about myself? This person should see what I'm emulating because like RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I love RuPaul. So that's definitely something that I live by myself. And I think doing that inner self-reflection and saying, okay, what are three points of opportunity for me? So three points of development versus looking in the mirror and being like, oh my God, I gained five pounds or, oh my God, I have cellulite or, oh my gosh, I hate how my hair looks today. Instead of saying that to yourself, being like, okay, so like you don't like how your hair looks. So what are you going to do to make that better? Maybe put gel in it, maybe do this, or maybe change this about yourself to make yourself happy. Never do it for somebody else because we all have our insecurities, but it's coming from within you. It's not coming from external um so i definitely think self-reflecting and if you want to change yourself for yourself then you should yeah that is such fabulous advice 
I always say that on my podcast and on my social media, it's not about perfection. I really believe in my heart, whoever the hell will love me or love you or anybody, they will love us just the way we are with being imperfect because I don't believe in perfection, even in the modeling world. I think the modeling industry changed a lot. And nowadays they even look a lot more for personality do you agree? Then just like that one perfect, impeccable Barbie doll, right? Exactly. And you know what? That's one of the biggest things that I struggled with when I signed on. I've been with the same agency. Like I'm, I'm with a non-exclusive agency that does more editorial things like runway, commercial, things like that, um, as well as starting my own for publication and social media presence. But I find that the... Um, modeling industry now has evolved so much because I've never been in double zero. I remember joining my agency and being like, why am I not being booked for these shows? What, like, what's wrong with me? But now I'm getting people DMing me on Instagram where I'm getting a lot of paid gigs. I'm getting a lot of things just because of my personality mm-hmm. and who I am, but also to people aren't looking necessarily to fit everybody in that double zero category, which is amazing. You know, they're looking for girls who are more diverse, who are plus, who, you know, have these followings as well. So I'm really excited for that. And that's really what made me want to open up Carson Model Management. Yeah, that's amazing. So let's talk about that for a second. You open your own modeling agency and you say that it's like, obviously you're a model, so you understand the world. So it's like model to model. If anybody out there is interested in breaking into this business, they have no idea what to do, or if they want to reach you, can you explain a little bit how it works? Yeah, exactly. So we definitely, we have four tiers of service that we offer, but really the reason why I wanted to start a first model, model management is because, you know, I've been through it, whether it be with really bad managers, um, photographers, um, bad experiences, but also great experiences too. Not everybody's journey is going to be the same. Yeah. And really it's to give girls that advice, like, okay, like you're going to, like this photographer flew in from out of town and you're going to this place. And sorry, one second. Okay, we're good. <laughs> um, sorry about that. No, it's okay. So uh, we're going, like, they're coming in from out of town and, you know, they want you to come to this condo to shoot. Okay, do you have a friend with you? Not only talking to you about, okay, are these are your looks, this is how much you're being paid and this is this. Um, they're, like, we're actually going to be coaching them on safety protocols, trusted photographers in the industry, as well as um, agents and managers to trust as well. So it's so much more beyond the layers of what your looks are and helping them with their content. We also help girls with OnlyFans content and creating engaging content for that to boost their numbers, but also to, to help girls be safe and recognize the signs. As well to a lot, like I've been in a lot of music videos myself. Um, a lot of the times like on set etiquette, as well as do's and don'ts, and really what to watch out for when you're on those and negotiate too. Like a lot of people, I had a manager once that sold some new pictures of me for $13,000. Oh and my I didn't God. See any of yeah. that money. Oh. And that was, yeah. And that was, a huge, that was a huge thing for me. Um, that like made me go, okay, we need to change this industry because yeah. I'm doing this sort of on my own with a manager. I have an agent who's great, but my manager is doing this behind my back. Okay. So how do we make it more transparent so that 
model to model relationship and model to manager relationships. So that's why I started it. It's super nice that you're saying that because yes, they're so as sad as it is. There are so many horrible, horrible, dishonest people in this industry. I get asked all the time by girls all ages, how do you break into modeling? How do you go and make movies? How do you end up in the movie set? And there are so many agencies, they make these girls pay and they're like, oh, you yeah. need to give me money up front and you need to do this. And I say, I always tell them it's a scam. Uh, a great agency, like you said, they will guide you. They will tell you exactly what to do. They will send you to the right jobs. And it, so I think our message is make sure you go to the right person. Make sure, uh, do your research about their reputation because you're absolutely right. That's crucial in this industry. Yeah. And like what I really love about the agency that I've worked with for the past three years, I'm still under their management for more editorial things. Is that I was like, listen, I have my own headshots. I put in this effort on my own accord. I've been with other agencies too. I, a lot of agents will be like, oh, you have to pay like a grand or five grand flat for headshots, for yeah. all coaching, for all this stuff. And it's like, no, no, no. Like I've been in this and I'm doing this and this is what I want to do. These are my goals. My current agent, she was like, yeah, no problem. Like, we're not going to charge you for that. I paid zero dollars. Yeah, yeah. A good agency is, yeah, they're not going to charge. So if anybody wants to contact yeah. you, should they do it through Instagram? Oh, she froze a little bit. I think. Oh, oh sorry. Am so, I back? Yeah, I'm you're back. back. <laughs> No, it's okay. It's all good. So if can um, people send you messages on your Instagram or do you want to leave another contact? Yeah, so you can definitely DM through Instagram or email carsonmodelmgmt at gmail.com. That works as well. Um, our agency is a little bit different too because like I said, you know, a lot of agents will, will like want you to pay like a thousand to five thousand dollars. However, there is administrative fees that need everybody needs to yeah. pay for their time, including the models too. So our, our fees are under five hundred dollars for three months. That's and awesome. Really, yeah. That's super guaranteed. fair. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know, and it, it's mostly publication as well. So like People want to see themselves themselves on magazines. They want that validation. That's how you truly get out there. It's not like, oh, I'm in a I'm in a commercial for a snuggie, and then you're gonna get your big break. No, you have to take every single opportunity. Absolutely. You have, yeah, you get as much out of it as you put into it. So yeah. that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> you're amazing, and I think your pictures are incredible. So before I let you go, I can't believe time went by so fast. Do you ever get backlash for posting so many sexy pictures or, or you only get like great positive comments? I get a lot of backlash. Yeah, uh, I get a lot of backlash more so in my personal life. And um, sometimes like maybe it's in my head, but also my yeah. career. I work as a director of events for a trend firm. Uh -huh. I've been at that job for five years and I consult for some of the largest companies in the world. Wow. Um, so that's definitely been a point of contention and an internal struggle of me being like, are people going to take me seriously when I'm presenting in front of XYZ or when I'm hosting events in XYZ? Like, are people going to take me seriously if they find my Instagram? And I have had clients from that side of things find me on Instagram and be like, wow, like, oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. And I'm like, this is not reflective. Of Same here, Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, same here. So it's same here. That struggle. <laughs> yeah, but 
I mean, that being said, it, when it comes to dating and to, when it comes to our personal lives, men should accept what we do, correct? Of course, of course. You know, if you, this is how I am when you met me, if this is how I am, yeah. how you should expect me to be when we're together. Obviously, we're not out here trying to cheat on you, trying to be unfaithful, anything like that. We're just out here trying, like, I model for myself and I model because I, you know, I don't necessarily have ugly duckling syndrome, but I compare myself to a lot of, like, Disney movies and, like, <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Stuff, but, but, you know, I do it for myself and I feel beautiful doing yeah. being on camera my passions and men should who want to date me should recognize that and yes for me. well you are gorgeous you're amazing and you're super sweet i appreciate you doing that so much and i hope when you come down here visit miami we can do this actually in person and we get to meet in person i would love to yeah. I often, so I will definitely all right it's a day deal because i know i'm gonna get tons more questions for you so let me know when you come back come down here okay thank you so much carl i really appreciate it yeah of course thank you for having me <laughs> guys again her instagram carl carson i'm going to put it on the videos on my insta and i'm gonna tag her so you guys can follow her work and I'll see you guys on Friday for another kind of lose. In the meantime, have a great week.